What's going on, guys? My name is Sumi with ThoughtCast, and today I'm going to be talking about how to deal with two-faced people. I have dealt with a lot of people in my life that say one thing and mean another and do something else. I have met a lot of people that are just completely inconsistent, and that's the nature of the business that I'm in. When you're dealing with people in consulting, when you're dealing with people in marketing, when you're dealing with people in a commission-based industry, you meet a lot of people that talk the good talk, that say they're going to do all this stuff, but they end up falling very short of what they said that they could do. And these people are not necessarily two-faced. They may be over-ambitious, but they'll say things to you in an effort to convince you that they're on your side when really they're really trying to take a lot from you. There are a lot of people that are two-faced out there. There's a lot of people that will say that they're this wonderful person, but in reality, they have none of your interests in their heart. They just want to hurt you. They just want to take from you for their own benefit and gain. And I'm going to tell you how to deal with these people today. First and foremost, I want you to confirm your suspicions. See, a lot of times we go to someone with smoke coming out of our ears, very aggressive, very angry, very hot, saying, you did this, you did that without the actual proof. And the two-faced person is going to convince you because people that are two-faced are very good at manipulating. They'll convince you that they're not two-faced at all, that they have your side. That's what they're good at. That's why they're two-faced. So you've got to confirm your suspicions and concrete evidence first to really know deep down in your head that this person is really not who they say they are. Then from there, I want you to get distance. Distance is probably the best thing to do in a lot of situations when you're dealing with a negative individual. And I'll tell you why. First and foremost, if you're a high value person, you wanna get distance from anyone that's negative and fake because that's not gonna help you grow. You know this person isn't true. And the more you surround yourself with them, the more susceptible you are to their lies, to their nonsense, to their manipulation. So you really wanna get distance because if you have been interacting with this two-faced person, they've already exerted some kind of power on you, some kind of emotional attachment to you, some kind of grip on who you are. That's what they've done already. So you need to get distance to break that attachment off. Third thing you want to do is keep records of everything that they're going to do after that. You want to watch their movement, you want to watch their actions, and you want to document what they're doing in a logistical way, whether it's in a relationship, whether it's in business, whether it's in friendship. You want to document what their movements are after because when you give them distance, they're going to start to see that something's up. They're going to start to see that you're acting different. Keep the conversation minimal and don't try to engage with them too much. Next thing you want to do is have a difficult conversation with them. This one is probably the hardest part, but you're going to have to have a conversation with them saying, hey, look, I'm aware that you did this. I'm aware that you did that. And it's kind of going to have to be backhanded. You don't want to be direct with it. And I think a lot of people go the direct route saying, I know that you did this. What you want to more so come off as is, look, it's come to my attention that you know certain things were said and they may not be true and I'm not here to call you out or anything. Be gentle about it. Be polite because when you try to rile somebody up, it never has a good reaction. When you point at someone and say, you did this, I deserve this, we need to know that, it, it doesn't work out well. People are always going to be defensive and people are always going to get a little squirrely on you. So you want to avoid that situation completely. Sometimes people, when this happens, will apologize. Most of the time, though, they'll deny the thing profusely. They'll deny whatever it is. They'll deny till they die. And this is frustrating, but you got to understand that you made your point. You made it known that you're aware of their insecurities, their lies, and basically just their two-facedness. So that's important. And then once this happens, this tough conversation happens, you want to end that conversation. You want to control the frame of interaction. You want to be the one that says, hey, look, I have to go. I just wanted to let you know. And you want to let them kind of marinate on what just happened. You want to let them ponder. Some of them will have such a huge ego that they won't even realize it until later. But you want to control the frame interaction because you don't want them to end the conversation, click the phone up, whatever it might be. It's better to have this conversation face-to-face -face so you can avoid all the emotional reactions over the phone and you can control the frame of interaction in person and you can see them for who they are. Last but not least, I have to say this. You want to avoid getting revenge on them. People are two-faced. People are selfish. People are going to do what's in their best interest a lot of times in life. 
people should do what's better for the collective and the community because if you improve the collective and community, everyone wins to a larger degree. But this is where game theory really becomes a thing that you should study where people will do what they want to do because they feel like it's the right thing to do. They'll do what's ever in their best interest and they don't care about the consequences. When they lack a moral compass, there's nothing you can do or say to kind of convince them or change them into a better person. A lot of times this discovery has to be through pain and trauma. A person that's immoral only becomes moral through trauma from losing friends, from losing family, from just realizing they're just not a good person and their actions are not conducive to a peaceful lifestyle. So sometimes you have to be the person that brings a storm and you have to be the person that takes away your access, your love, your nurturing, your motivation from a person that isn't good. But I want you to avoid trying to get revenge on someone that's two-faced. You don't need to get back at them because what you're doing is you're participating in an event, in a situation that is just toxic. And when you participate in toxicity, you become toxic. So stay away from that. Avoid two-faced people. Really get the details of who a person is first and watch their actions over everything to proactively avoid people that are two-faced.